You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, gotta make a move to a town that's yeah. right, right for me. For me. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan. And in our New York bureau, Charlotte Wilder. Hi. Charlotte. Yes. Busy weekend. We had our first in-season tournament championship. I was there. But first, the headlines. Let's go right to Vegas as Saturday night, the Lakers became the first team to hoist the NBA Cup, defeating Indiana Pacers 123 to 109 to win the inaugural in-season tournament. Anthony Davis led the Lakers with 41 points, 20 rebounds, five assists, and four blocks, but it was LeBron James who hoisted the tournament MVP trophy as he added 24 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists. Afterwards, Davis praised the on-court chemistry with LeBron saying they, quote, feed off one another. Good thing Zion doesn't play for the Lakers. Get it? Cause he, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. And he, yeah. Okay. Bobby Portis responded to news broken by Chris Haynes that he, quote, passionately challenged Bucks head coach Adrian Griffin after Thursday's in-season tournament loss. Portis said, what happens in our locker room is sacred between us. That's how it's always been. Don't know how it got reported. But at the same time, I'm just a competitor. I love to compete. I'm here for all the right reasons. Portis then added, can I steal you for a second? Bachelor. Hmm. During a news conference ahead of the in-season tournament championship game, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver addressed the media, and he said he, ha- he plans to have an individual check-in with John Morant this week ahead of his potential return from a 25-game suspension later this month. Silver stated that he had been monitoring the situation closely, and we've... Quote, together laid out a program for him over the last several weeks. And to the best of my knowledge, he's complied with everything he's been asked to do. When Morant was suspended, Silver wrote in a statement that Morant would be required to undergo a program to address the circumstances that led him to repeat this destructive behavior. At which point Zion Williamson popped his head into the news conference room and said he'd love to help eat any leftover destructive behavior. (laughs) That's not even a... Like yeah. you re-eat, yeah. Oh, God, okay. Dylan Brooks went viral for another pregame stare-down over the weekend. Oh, come on! <laughs> 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 
Yeah, but this time, the internet wasn't the only one making fun of him. Denver's Jamal Murray joined in, and Brooks just kept staring unfazed. (laughs) Does Brooks have a staring contest coming up that we don't know about? Or is he doing that thing where, like, you space out and it feels really good, so you just, like, don't change where you're looking also, if this were set to to like horror movie music, I'd be terrified. What, is he okay? What's going on? I, I like the space out. I, I think I I, I could see that. You also, Jam- Jamal Murray missed a great opportunity. He should have done the thing that people do when they visit Buckingham Palace and they see, you know, like the, the what are they called? The beef eaters? Yeah. You know. <laughs> And so then just make them laugh and like do goofy faces and like funny walks in front of them. And that, that's what you do. That's I thought you know, he was going to. Instead, he Me just too. like put it. He came up to the side of him. I thought he was going to go like this or be like, <laughs> you know, but whisper anyway. sweet nothings. Yeah. According to Christian Clark, the Pelicans beat writer for the Times Picayune down in New Orleans, Zion Williamson reportedly refuses to prioritize diet and conditioning. With multiple team sources saying Zion, quote, doesn't listen. (laughs) And you guys told me I was being too hard on him. Come on. Uh, Never one to stop, even if someone isn't listening. Stephen A. Smith blasted Zion for not taking his conditioning as seriously as LeBron does, saying he looks fat. Zion Williamson, who's more than 15 years younger, but 40 pounds heavier. Went to the free throw line. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw a belly. A belly. Like when he took a deep breath, his belly bounced. That kind of belly. I mean, damn. Damn. What's up, Zion? Hey, Stephen A., get your own goddamn material. It's my stuff, right? This is my corner. I was doing this years ago when you guys were saying, oh, me, stuff, that shaming. So I'm not about to give up my piece of the pie for some Johnny come lately. Not that kind of pie, Zion. Damn. Oh, my God. It's it's a metaphor. The Mavericks will be without Kyrie Irving for the foreseeable future as he begins treatment for a right heel contusion after teammate Dwight Powell inadvertently stepped on his foot. Uh, which I guess is good because it's usually Kyrie who's the one stepping on his own feet. Ah! In our contractually obligated Victor Wembanyama news, the Spurs dropped their franchise record worst 17th consecutive game, a 93-82 loss to the Houston Rockets, despite another solid night from Wembanyama, 15 points, 18 rebounds, 3 assists, and 5 blocks. San Antonio's 3-19 this season, their worst start in franchise history through 22 games. Is Wembenyama the tallest man to ever have the shortest win column? Ah, I get it. Yeah. Who are they tanking for, by the way? Uh, quick, Charlotte, can you name who the like the number one overall prospect is? Uh, Caitlin Clark. Right, exactly. Her, her or Angel Reese. That's the big goal at the end of June. You know, I mean, as my mother used to say... There's always somebody worse off than you are. Oh, God. Uh, man, the fists are just chilling. <laughs> they're so sad. Look how sad they look. They just that look so a, sad. I feel so bad. Oh, my God. That's what eight million games lost in a row looks like. 
In a shocking development, Joel Embiid expressed remorse for how things ended with Ben Simmons saying, quote, I've always been one of those people that didn't believe Simmons actually needed a jumper. Like he was so good, he's just a monster. Almost as fast as Maxi. I just believed, you know, if he could find a way to get his free throws to 75 or 80%, that would have changed everything. I think that he's the one who got away. Well, I believe it was many people on Instagram after a breakup who said, quote, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Uh, that was Joni Mitchell. Mm, pretty sure it was this girl, Ashley, that I met once in college and still follow for some reason. According to Sham Sharania, PJ Tucker of the Los Angeles Clippers is frustrated with his role with the team and is in talks to, quote, resolve a role for him there or elsewhere. Then Zion popped his head in and said, did someone say something about roles? It's like R-O-L-L. Yeah, right. No, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. The Knicks' Mitchell Robinson will have ankle surgery in a blow to the team, seeing as Robinson was leading the league in offensive rebounds. Tom Thibodeau expects to have him in the lineup tomorrow night. A few weeks ago, following a Warriors loss to the Phoenix Suns, that was the game where Chris Paul got ejected and then accused Scott Foster about talking about his child. The Golden State head coach Steve Kerr took the opportunity to criticize the loud music played by Suns game operations, likening it to a, quote, South Beach nightclub. Although in this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole whole game. It's just it's thumping techno club music can we just have a basketball game anymore what the hell sorry for the rant last friday night sun's in arena dj chris via delivered his retort you know what in this building you can't hear anything because it's like a club it's like a it's like a south beach club it's just it's thumping techno club music thumping Techno club music, thumping. Techno club music, thumping. Techno club music. Tonight at 10 p.m. on TNT, Warriors at Suns. Can't wait to watch that one. And in proper news form, we leave you with this adorable video. And yes, you guessed it. It's Boban. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. 
plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Amin, you went to Sin City and you watched history being made in the passive voice, which I hate. I don't know why I just said it that way. LeBron James and the Lakers won the first ever NBA, NBA Cup and you were there. Yep. Like you said, you can break records, but there can only be one first. And they were that. And it was, man, it was a hell of a time. I had a good time. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I had a really good time in Las Vegas. Uh, I thought the league did a good job of making it feel like an event. Mm-hmm. I got there on Thursday, right uh, for Pacers Bucks and outside the arena to set the stage for everyone. They had two stages, one stage where inside the NBA slash NBA countdown, whenever they would do their, their hits, they would do it from this one stage. Then they had a completely different stage with the DJ and the plaza was kind of filled with people milling about just wanting to be around. They had, you know, little Papa shots and everything else there. Music's going. And then the big thing they had is they had a huge video board and the game was showing on the video board. So people who didn't have tickets to the event still were out there being a part of it, which I think, again, adds to this kind of nice feeling that something big is happening. Did they do the same thing Saturday, too? Yeah. Yeah. So they they had all those elements outside. What they didn't have was Nelly and TLC doing one Mm -hmm. song apiece, which was, I thought, an odd decision. I, I was ready for a concert or at least like a little medley of songs. Each one did just one song and then that was it. Yeah. So they maybe 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 like the, that part of it needs some some tweaking, but overall, great atmosphere and vibe outside the arena. Inside the arena, Pacers Bucks was a two PM local start, Charlotte. And so we were concerned, okay, what's that gonna look like crowd wise? I was really, really pleasantly surprised to see a fairly full arena it wasn't packed there were some open sections but most of the lower bowl was full and a good deal of the upper bowl was full as well and the people were into it and then once the lakers started playing then it was lights out you know like vegas is a lakers town so did it feel it seemed from watching the the championship on um on television that it was a lakers home game i'm assuming it felt even more so like that on in the arena on saturday no it it was clearly it, there was there's no question that this was uh laker laker ground which is interesting charlotte because you know this thing everyone's talking about well they're going to have a team that's coming to vegas soon and that's where the next expansion is going to happen even adam silver kind of alluded to it a little bit, made a little joke uh, as he was handing the trophy to LeBron. Right. So it seems to me like an open secret that Vegas is going to get an NBA team in the near future. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to play, given how many Laker fans are there. It's kind of like, you know, 40 years ago, Donald Sterling moving the Clippers from San Diego to Los Angeles. Yeah. Just because the market can handle it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be received with open arms. Same thing for the the Los Angeles Chargers. Same thing even for sort of Nets, Angels. a little bit well, even. Yeah, but the Nets the Nets were always of the tri-state area, right? So right, yes, but still 
like the I just interviewed a, I interviewed a bunch of Nets fans a few years ago and it was like why are you a Nets fan and they were like because the Knicks broke my heart too much it was like if the Lakers start being really bad then everybody in Vegas can be like okay I guess we'll be a va- unless you know LeBron convinces until, all these superstars yeah. to to come to Vegas to start Un- but until the, the Lakers get good again and then people say never mind and they go back to you know, yeah it's it's one of those weird things where you can't you never really steal them for good. You're just borrowing them until yeah. the, until the the ex gets his act back together, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> so I, I don't. That's that's interest. Like to me, in a way that I know that's not going to happen in Seattle, for instance. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Seattle is starved for having an NBA team back there. They're ready to support the Sonics like they never left. And whereas Vegas, I just don't know. Like for instance, the Golden Knights. Um were were like were people la kings fans in vegas rabid la kings fans i don't think so because i know the lakers play a preseason game every year in las vegas i know at summer league the lakers team always gets the biggest crowds when the you know lakers edition is playing so those are things that i don't i don't believe exist for other other professional sports franchises the interesting thing about Vegas, though, is I did a bunch of stories on the King on the Knights when they first came to Vegas, and all these locals there were like, you know, we're we are sort of starved for something mm-hmm. that's our own, um, because so many people who work there and live there are like, this isn't just a tourist city, but they have the Aces. Um, mm-hmm. I I I would wonder if those fans would then get into it. Um, but I think hockey is also very different from NBA basketball. Um, I mean, I, my favorite part of the, of the game on Saturday was when the kids gave the players their medals and then just Mm -hmm. lingered getting autographs and Adam Silver was like, okay, kids, we have a thing to do. It's like, this is still the regular season. Like let them get the autographs. No, no, we do have a thing to do. This is on TV. Like we don't, I loved it. I thought it was yeah, I said, move along. I wanted him to get like one of those brooms and like just shoot them off. Shoo, shoo, varmint. An old, old timey cane that like comes in and yanks him off the stage. Um, what did you think of? How did the celebration feel afterwards? Sincere. Okay. And I think, and like I saw a lot of people making a lot of jokes, like, "Oh, I can't believe they broke out the goggles." Oh, I can't believe they broke out the champagne. But it's like the league has made it very clear. To everybody, to the players, to the teams, to the media covering it, like we want this event to look and feel as legitimate as possible. Yeah. So any eye rolling or too cool for school, like that wasn't going to happen. Um, and, and it's important that it was adopted this way, and and that's why the uh, as I said on Friday's show, the fact that the Lakers were in this final was so huge because it gives it LeBron's presence gives it a legitimacy that you know other players may even Giannis who's a superstar obviously and multiple time MVP MVP winner I don't know if his presence brings the sort of legitimacy that LeBron's presence does as kind of the elder statesman in the league yeah I think also the amount that LeBron actually wanted it like it wasn't just that he was there it was that he was the one who was like we have to win this um and he said after the game how he was like there's some guys on our roster who don't have the payroll of some older guys and also they don't have like playoff or championship experience and i think that's a part of this that is obviously like 
the Pacers, everybody's, and we've talked about that a lot with Mm -hmm. having the experience of a high pressure national situation. But even for a storied team like the Lakers, there are guys who just don't know what that's like. And they got to see what it's like a little bit. My favorite quote, I think, from the weekend was they asked LeBron, aren't you a little concerned you're taking a charge the other day? Concerned to take a charge and said for five hundred grand. <laughs> so it's like, look, there's one thing about NBA players. No matter how rich they are, like if there's money on the table, they want the money. Yeah. They want the money. There's there's not a a part of this where it's like, ah, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, no, five hundred thousand dollars means something to even LeBron James, believe it or not. Listen, I'll take a charge for five hundred grand. Anybody can just run run me over. <laughs> would, you, would you take a charge from Zion? Oh. uh I mean that's that's the ultimate. What life. good is five hundred grand if I'm dead? I think if you say I take a charge from Zion, that's the equivalent of telling someone I'll pick you up from LAX. Like that's <laughs> you're really committed. That's the highest level of yeah. I, I really believe you're about this. Yeah, I don't think I do either of those things. So anyway. <laughs> and now another session with an NBA life coach. Jordan, hi. Thank you so much. Oh, for hold, hold, the on, time hold on, hold on, Don. Let, let me just, I got to finish sending this DM real quick. <laughs> okay, Jordan. I know, um, right? <laughs> maybe we can put the device down for our session here. Huh? Um, I think we have, so- if we could put the device down. <sighs> I guess. I'm not even asking for airplane mode. Just, you know, just put it aside for a moment. Um, I think we have a lot to go over here. Um, Maybe if you could also turn the watch off. Fine. Okay. I think focus is a big part of what might be going on in your life, but I want to hear from you. Um, I know you're new to Washington. I think that's partly why your team has suggested you come see me. Um, how how are you doing? Life's awesome. Uh, I'm rich. Uh, I'm a I'm a world champion. They can never take that away from me. And now I got my own team, and I know what to do. It's my team. I got this, and I don't see why everyone's complaining. I they haven't talked about the Wizards this much since freaking uh, since they were called the Bullets or whatever they were called back in the day. You know, I didn't watch basketball back then. I'm too young for that, baby. Uh, but no, man, I'm like, everything's I, I cool. And me and Coos, we got a great thing going. We got a nickname that's cool. Can't remember what people call us, but you know, it's a cool nickname. I know that one. And everything's awesome. I mean, I, I'm rich, mm. uh, uh, and I got a cool nickname with my teammate. And uh, I make the the team more popular. And everyone's talking about this show, Oddball. They talk about us like every freaking day. I mean, what could be worse? I mean, what's what's bad in my life? That's what you should ask. That's a short answer. The answer is nothing. Okay. um, I'm not, this is not a place for judgment. This isn't a good or a bad. Uh, The Wizard, you are, your team currently is um, 14th. In the Eastern Conference, uh, there are 15 teams. Do you feel at all that maybe some of the attention might not be the kind that deep down you're really seeking out? I'm a doer. I'm a giver. Hmm. But in Mm -hmm. order to give, you know, sometimes someone has to be ready to receive. And I don't know if my teammates are ready to receive what I have to give. I have championship knowledge, championship Mm -hmm. credentials. What do they have? I mean, well, like. What, like Corey Kispert? <laughs> what does he have? <laughs> what does he have to offer? <laughs> 
Tyus Jones. Okay, um, he looks like Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> Come on. I'm Jordan freaking Poole, baby. I'm the third Splash brother. But now I done took the Splash and I took it all the way out to Washington. I'm workshopping that one. You got a, a nice mm, preview right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think maybe a little more work, but, you know, we'll get there. Uh, there there were reports, and um, I, 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 usually I like my patients to, to bring information to me. I do think in this case it's relevant um, that maybe the Wizards had acquired you in order to, to flip you to then build trade value. Um, so you... How would it feel if you if you weren't a part of their long term team and organizational oh, goals? Say that again. Perhaps part of the trade uh, from the the Warriors to the Wizards, which involved you, of course, uh, could have been maybe to build value for the Wizards to then send you somewhere else for value in in return. Oh God. Oh God! Oh, okay. Oh, um, I thought you were aware. I thought this was part of why you were here. No. Today. Um, do you mean they don't want me either? I just, no so one ever wants me. Everyone wants to send me away all the time. What is this? I thought I had a home. Golden State gave me all that money. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna buy a house in San Francisco. I'm gonna live here forever." And then one day, Steph is gonna retire, and then it'll be me. I'm gonna be the uh, unanimous two-time MVP, and I'm gonna win my own championships. And then they send me away after stupid fight with the budget. I hate him. 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 I got the wash. I was like, well, maybe this is not so bad. Maybe I could do my own thing here. And, and stupid Kyle Kuzma shooting whatever he is. I, and now you're telling me they don't want me too. <laughs> no, no, Jordan. No one, no one doesn't want you. Um, you are valued. You are loved. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have today. I believe you are also. You know I don't care. Behind. I don't care. I'm going to do whatever I want. You I don't, I don't need any of this. You know what? Bullshit. Hey, you know what? Hey, okay. I'm going to I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. My lawyer is going to be in contact with you. You have Thank you. I think I think I have better lawyers than you do. Uh, if it comes from a great place and a place where they just want to see me do better, thank you. But if it comes from anywhere else, Everybody entitled to their own opinion. Can't control that. Next question. Is there any of that stuff that you hear and you feel like is too far or are they do too much or stuff like that? Um, at the end of the day, I can't control what no grown man do. Can't control what no grown adult does. All I can do is uh, control the things I can't control. Lock in on myself, lock in on my teammates, coaches, and everybody with the Pelicans, the city, and went and try to win. Next question. Who's he kidding? He's never said too much a day in his life. 